Welcome to Home Education Matters, the weekly podcast supporting you on your home education journey. Welcome to another episode of Home Education Matters and today I am joined by Chloe as part of our Sharing Our Successes series which is when we talk to home educated children about their home education journey and just the things that they enjoy about home education and maybe even the things that they don't enjoy about home education. Everything is welcome, Everything we talk about everything and so Chloe thank you so much for joining me today and do tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and you know your home education route. Uh, thank you for having me. It all started after summer holidays and I, I was just getting bored of all the stupid rules. Like they, they'd tell you loads of information. You weren't allowed to write any of it down or anything. And then they'd ask you questions about it and you weren't, you'd, you wouldn't know the answers. And then also lots of people weren't paying attention and they were just like disrupting the lessons and everything. And I just thought I'd be able to do it better on my own. So It was your choice to be home education, not your parents. Them. No, it was my choice. It was my parents' idea because it never really, um, I never really thought about it, like having another option and teaching myself. But they gave me the option at the start of year nine and the whole year I was like, mm, do I do it? Do I not? And then lots of other things added onto the list as why I should do it. And then I decided to just go for it. So that's what I'm doing. So the, the kind of stupidity of the school system was the main driver, was it? Yeah. It was. What did you find most annoying about it? Well, I've always like enjoyed learning and it got to a point at school where I wasn't enjoying coming to school and I just didn't really want to be there and I didn't learn anything all day. And it just kind of got too much and it was just, there wasn't any point in still being there. So I decided to leave. Was that because of the other children around you? So it kind of affected how you could learn? Yeah. So in a lesson, we'd probably... At the beginning of every lesson, we did four questions on the board and we probably got those done in then about another five minutes worth of learning in an hour's lesson. And that was pretty much it for that lesson. And we had that five times in a day and then it was the end of the day. And they also started adding loads of PD lessons and religious study lessons. And like I know that's important for a little bit, but we had it multiple times every week. And it was all the same stuff and I already knew it all. So um, there wasn't any point in doing it every week. So it just felt kind of time inefficient to you then, the the education process? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my son, who's 17, he's home educated, obviously. And and I suggested that he might want to go to college at 16, uh, mainly because it's very expensive to do A-levels at home. So I thought it would be like trying to get him to go off to college. And he said that he worked out on like a spreadsheet, like how time inefficient it would be for him to go to college and that he could do everything that they do in college in three hours a day at home. And actually, and that's for A-levels. And actually, that's much less. Because how old are you, Chloe? 15. I'd oh, so you're, <laughs> you had to think about it. You're launching into your GCSEs then, right? Yeah, I'm doing three GCSEs in year 10 and I'm doing four in year 11. But I think I am going to go to college. But obviously, if I go to college and I just think that it's not going very well and I'm better off at home, then I might just do it at home. Yeah, A-levels at home are fun, but they're they're it's quite expensive to pay for A-levels because they're, they're like cost twice as much as GCSEs. So which GCSEs are you doing this year? I'm doing English language. I'm not doing English lit. I'm doing Spanish 
and biology. Oh, very nice. They're the three nice ones to start with. So you left school predominantly because it just felt a kind of inefficient process with lots of filler lessons and things like that. So, but what were the what were the things you miss? You not so much missed, but what were the things that um, made it a difficult decision? So you said that you spent year nine sort of umming and ahhing about it. So what were the things that that made you think? Do you know what? I I don't know if I do want to do this. Well, obviously it's a very big step, and I didn't know anybody else that homeschooled. But obviously more people are actually starting to homeschool. But I didn't realise that at the time. So it was just like, am I going to be the only one? Are there lots of people? I wouldn't know. I wouldn't really know what to do. And then also I'd miss my friends, obviously. Like I've already been there for three years and I had quite good friends at my school and I'd obviously miss them a lot. But I just kind of decided that I can't just stay at school for friends. You know, I've got to I've got to have more reasons for it. Yeah. Have you have you been able to keep to sort of keep that those friendships going? Yeah, um, with most of them. Yeah, we we talk a lot on Snapchat. That's always helpful. I hope, I'm assuming they're not talking when they're at school, or maybe they do nowadays. I don't know. Um, our phones are banned at school. I think. Are they? I'm wow. pretty sure they still they still are. I don't really know. <laughs> do you have a kind of structured day um, for your home education? Do you tend to sort of sit down for lessons at particular times? Um, not necessarily. So I have a timetable and I make a new timetable time every week and I have four lessons every day. And it's basically two triangles that fit together to make square. And I can do either lesson first and it doesn't really matter how long I do it for. And then I just have breaks when they're necessary and I have my lunch when my mum comes home from work. How do you mean you have two triangles that make a square? How does that work? So it's like a, a triangle, two right angle triangles. And it's like that on the bottom, like that. And then another one on top of it, like that. And yeah. And then, and I make... then you have your lessons that you, you're, you're going to do that day inside the triangles. Yeah. So I have four triangles because I only do four lessons a day. Is it, you know, your four lessons a day, you've got three GCSEs you're studying for. So do you tend to do like maths, for example, do you tend to do something like that always regardless? Yes. So um, the lessons that I'm doing this year, I do three of those lessons a week. And the lessons I'm doing next year, I do two of them a week. Very well planned. Thank you. And they're just the right amount of triangles as well. Because on Friday, I only do one lesson and then I do revision from everything I've learned that week. And then I also make my timetable and plan everything for the next week. That so sounds that a very efficient structure. I can I can see why you, you found the school system so inefficient if you're able to come up with such an efficient approach to learning. <laughs> yeah, it was also a lot of my dad's help. Parents yeah. are good like that. <laughs> yeah, and my mum. And how have you found, so you've been home educated now since September, right? So you're like yeah. two months in, something like that. How have yeah. you found it compared to how you thought it would be? Well, I thought I'd get distracted a lot. Like, I'm not going to lie. When I told other people about it, they were, they were like, oh, I don't know how you'll do that. I just always go on my phone. And that definitely scared me. Like, I was like, if other people are thinking about that as well, then that might be something that affects me. But I found ways around it. Like when on days where I'm tired, I get distracted a lot more. 
like it's lot, a lot harder to pay attention. So I put my phone on silent. I've got this thing next to my desk and I just put my phone in it. So I don't have to look at my phone, but it's there if I need it and everything. So I don't get distracted and it's a lot easier to just get on with the lesson and I don't have to worry about it. Do you buy textbooks and follow the textbooks or do you have online courses that you follow? Um, I have revision guides for all the lessons and then it, it tells the contents of the lessons of everything that you need to learn for the GCSEs and then it also tells you about a bit about each topic but if I don't get it then I can just watch a video online. You're self-studying then you're just doing using textbooks and then YouTube videos or things like that. Yeah, but I'm also really lucky because my sister's just finished her GCSEs and she got really, she got good grades and she's very she's very smart and she likes to study a lot and all of that. So she's she's always there if I need to help and I don't get something. So, so she's I, helping you out like it's a family effort. Yeah. And like on Mondays and Fridays she starts school she starts college at twelve. So if there's a lesson that I'm doing, I don't understand what I'm doing. Then she she comes and teaches me about it. And she's she's a very good teacher to say she's never done anything like that before. Is she a natural? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really helpful. And have there any been any things that you found difficult or, that, you know, that you sort of weren't expecting and that have surprised you and have been quite difficult since you started? I think the things I found more difficult is when, you know, I'm sat down after school and I just think to myself and I'm like, I'm learning all on my own. And it's all just a shock. Like it doesn't, you, you don't realise what's happening until you sit down and think about it. And it's just kind of, it's a lot to process. And then, but then what I do is I just think that it's all going really well. I'm doing what I need to do. And then it kind of relaxes me a lot more. And then I can just get ready again the next day. <laughs> I think we get really stuck in the idea, don't we, that all learning has to take place in a school and through a teacher. And then when you realise that it actually doesn't, it could be a bit like, oh, this is kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> so no. Is this what it is? Is this what what we could be, all be doing and didn't realise? You know, I know. And at school, they make it seem like you've got to do specific things at specific times. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. And then you're homeschool and you realise that you don't actually have to do any of it. But Obviously, it's better if you do do GCSEs and so you can, you know, especially how I want quite an academic job, but you don't actually have to do any of it. And that's just a really big shock when you realise. I know that there's all these different approaches you can have, and yet you're led to believe that there's really only one route and that's their route. Yeah. So what job is it that you want to go into? Something around biology. That's mm. why I'm doing the GCSE this year, so I can do it next year if I don't get a grade I'm happy with. So I want to either be like a cosmetic surgeon or a pathologist or something around that area. <laughs> they sound like two really different jobs, but actually maybe there's a similarity. No, cosmetic no, surgeon they... and pathologist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are lots of things linked that makes them linked, but yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> two interesting jobs. It helps a lot, doesn't it, if you know the kind of route you want to take because it's helpful when you're choosing your GCSEs because then you can think about college and then you can think about university. Yeah, but the job that I always want to do always seems to change. Like, How do you change? I have a job that I want to do and then I find another job and I'm like, wow, that sounds really interesting. And then sometimes I kind of get set on that job and then I go back to the job before that and it just kind of keeps changing. 
if you do a, a like a fairly broad degree then like something like biology then that tends to open up a number of different opportunities right yeah and then you can just kind of go with the flow to find something that you want to set your heart on exactly well it sounds like you're really enjoying home ed so tell us like i don't know because you've got an you've got an instagram page right is it called an instagram page it is right okay you've got an instagram page where you sort of share your tips and things like that for children who are teenagers sorry teenagers who are just starting out home educating so tell us your like top tips for anyone who maybe has just left school uh you know just left secondary school and they're starting out in home ed um to not panic too much about it I think one of the biggest tips that I can give though is to revise even though at school revising seems something that's really boring and something you've got to do if you make it something that you enjoy it makes it a lot easier and especially when you're homeschooling and you're teaching yourself, revision lets you know that you actually remember what you think you are. So I use flashcards and lots of other methods of revision, and it's definitely helping me along the way. Do you use anything like Quizlet or anything like that for your revision? Well, I'm not so much of an online, like I don't really like websites that are like quiz you on things. I'm more of a paper person. So um, I do do Duolingo and on Duolingo one of the tasks is a match madness and you've got like I do Spanish there's the English word and then the Spanish word and you've got to match them all up and I do that for loads of different lessons so for physics I do it with equations so I've got the name of the equation and then the formula on the other side and I have all of them and at the beginning I didn't know any of them and now I know them all off by heart just by doing that every day. So you do them with actual physical cards? Yeah. Nice. So you've like, created your own match madness. Yeah. And it's it's really it's really fun. Like it's really fun, especially when you turn them over and you know that you've got them all right. It's a really good feeling. Really satisfying. Yeah. So your top tips are not to panic too much and to build in revision into the learning process so you know that you're remembering as you're going. Because I think my memory of school is that Um, There isn't a lot of that in the school system. You tend to learn, keep learning, keep learning, keep learning. And then ultimately you have a kind of test and then you're like, oh, my God, I can't remember anything. Yeah, I know. And they they tell you that you're supposed to be learning all this stuff, but they don't actually tell you how to revise it. And if you don't know any revision techniques, then it's definitely something that you struggle with. And if you just read in those of paper and then trying to make some notes on it, that's not going to work. You've got to have other methods and you've got to try other things as well. And I get the impression for you that um, that it's important that these other techniques are fun and, and sort of enjoyable for you. Yeah, because I found as I'm learning that if you don't enjoy what you're trying to learn, then you won't, do, you won't want to do it as much. And if you enjoy it, then it definitely adds another it adds another reason as to why you're doing it rather than to just learn it all for a GCSE it makes it a lot more fun and enjoyable. So they're good tips. So don't get too stressed. Incorporate revision into your learning and try to make it as enjoyable as possible. Anything else that our new home educated children should be thinking about? Well, one of the other things I find really helpful is next to my desk, I've got a notice board and I write loads of notes on it and I've got loads of different ideas as to how to learn and things. And it's really helpful to just have next to you that you can look over and just, if you're struggling on something, you can just look over and you've got all that, you've got an idea as to what to do. 
And one of the things I have on there is a sheet and it has all the resources that I can use. So for a lesson, if I don't know how to learn it or something, then it's got the different techniques and I can, it's got video websites to use and stuff like that. So I know what to go for and I've got another thing to be using. So like a kind of inspiration board. Yeah. That's a, that sounds a great idea. You sound like you you quite like to plan things out and to have everything in place. So do you think that that's something that's quite helpful as well? Yeah, especially like it's not a routine. It's just things that I like to do. And it definitely makes it a lot more freeing to have that much. So you don't have to do it all in order and everything, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. So my last question to you, Chloe, is this. If you could describe home education as you're experiencing it in three words, what would those words be? Enjoyable. You've got a lot of freedom. And different. I like those. Yeah, I think. And I think that's, I think freedom for a lot of us who home educate our children Freedom is one of the main reasons we do it. And and I do think that this element of it feeling quite different is something that perhaps those of us who've been doing it a long time forget about, because for us, it feels very normal. But I think when you're starting out, it can feel very different. And I'm glad to hear it's enjoyable. That is great. It is, yeah. So before we finish, tell us a little bit about your social media output. So you've got an Instagram channel, yes? Yes. And I try and do a video every week. and. The last week I was struggling a bit. Like I didn't know what to do my video about. But then I spoke to my brother and he gave me a really good video idea. Yeah, what was it on? Managing distractions. So at the beginning, it's definitely something that I worried about a lot. And I've definitely found lots of different techniques as to how to not get distracted. So he's told me he's given that as a choice. And I'm just going to list lots of distraction techniques. And that's what the video will be about. That sounds fabulous. And where can our listeners find you on Instagram? Um, it, my account's just called Chloe J's Classroom. I'm sorry, what? Chloe J's Classroom. Chloe? Chloe J's. Chloe Joe's Classroom. Yeah. Okay. C-L-O-J-O's Classroom. C-H-L-L. C-H-L-L-O-J-O. C-H-L-L-S-S-J's classroom. <laughs> okay, for those of for everyone listening who is over the age of 30, I will put the link in, in the description box. <laughs> Because whenever my daughter has like she's the same age as you and she has like a lot of social media platforms she tells me her username I'm like why don't people just use their names (laughs) I should put the link for your um Instagram channel on the description for this podcast so anyone who's listening can find it and follow it and if their teenage children want to follow it as well that sounds like it would be a great thing so thank you so much Chloe for coming on the podcast today it sounds like uh, home education is really working out for you. And it's lovely to speak to somebody who actively chose it and then is is sort of like doing everything they can to make it a success. It's very empowering. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Home Education Matters podcast. See you at the next one. Have a lovely day. Bye.